Um, I just feel like it's such a hallmark of the church, mm. you know, and it's, it's so counterintuitive, especially in these times, mm. that we are givers, givers of smiles, givers right. of help in the grocery store. We're not rushing. We're not pushing. We're not grabbing. Um, we are generous people who understand kingdom, kingdom, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kingdom principles. Kingdom principles. Kingdom yeah. principles. The more you give, mm. and it's greater to give than it right. is to receive, mm. that is counterintuitive. Mm. That, is the, that is a light that will shine. Yeah. That is a light that will shine. Well, that I want to, <clears throat> we're going to, uh, I'm going to just give a, a message here this morning that I felt God put on my heart. And it's interesting, the Lord continues, again, I've said this two times, right, this is the third time, He has prepared us for such a time as this. He is preparing the church for such a time as this. I believe that, and based on what the Bible says, and I'm standing in the Bible, that He turns all things together for good. And so even this situation has some terrible tragedies and some really awful things, and our hearts go out for those who have lost loved ones, who are struggling, and the medical professionals who are working overtime, yeah. and all the stuff that they're doing. I know that He will turn this together for good, somehow, some way. And as we began this year, we had a series called Revival 2020, and you know, initially you think like, well, how will revival come when everyone's quarantined and no one can come out? And I just felt in my spirit, that's exactly how revival is going to come. It's exactly how people will start turning their hearts back to him and start looking and seeking and searching. Who is this Jesus and what is he all about? Mm -hmm. And the series that got to put on my heart weeks and weeks ago, Sydney and I have been working on the graphic for it, is Jesus is and then just a blank. And what I wanted to do in this series over the next couple of weeks and even through Easter is let's just talk about who Jesus is. Jesus is blank. Jesus is healer. Jesus is savior. Jesus is perfect love. Jesus is everything that we need right now. I said, Lord, well, where do I start? I can come up with so many different places to go uh, where Jesus is and where do I start? And he wanted me to start, I really believe, is Jesus is healer. And the reason being is many of us who are watching, you know, this, this virus has not hit this area very hard and we're praying that it doesn't mm -hmm. and that it completely stays away. You say, well, why are you talking about healing now? Well, the story in the Bible that God gave me was when Jesus healed the man with leprosy. And I want you guys to turn there with me to that. I want you to turn to Luke uh, chapter five and I'm going to start in verse 12, Luke chapter five, verse 12. And before I read that, the Lord just had me do a little Google research on leprosy. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't read a ton about it. Uh, it's a little depressing if you get into it too much. Just like watching all of the news about everything that's happening with this coronavirus mm -hmm. and its effects on people and families can be depressing. So I would encourage you, just be careful on how much you feed limit on the it. news stream. Just limit it. Be aware. Be wise. Be informed. But don't dwell on it. Don't just pour that as being the only thing that you're getting. Well, I was looking at what leprosy is, and one, it's a terrible thing. What we're going through now, physically for people, is an absolutely terrible thing. With leprosy itself, it, was, it had pain, it had skin issues, there was rotting, there was people's, like, things were happening, body parts were, like, falling off, and it was this horrible thing. And, and he said, and as, as I was reading, they thought it was extremely contagious, and so here we are faced with something in our lives right now that is considered something extremely contagious. In fact, they thought that even breathing on each other would cause passing of leprosy. And so they would quarantine people who had leprosy. They would put them away. They'd put them aside. They wouldn't let them interact with anybody. They were actually cast out into isolation in order that they had to keep a certain distance. And I want to pick up in Luke 5 verse 12. 
and just see what this man with leprosy did. When he had this, I'm not saying any of us have leprosy. I'm not saying any of us have this coronavirus. But what I am saying is we can learn something from what this leprous man did and then see the response that Jesus made and see how Jesus is healer in this time. Jesus is the exact one that we need to be uh, turning and seeking at this time. It says, and it happened while he was in a certain city, that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus. So first of all, the man decided who had leprosy said, you know what? I need help. Many of you are watching online saying, I need help right now. I'm scared. I'm concerned. I'm fearful. I have physical pains. I've got, I just have all these challenges. I have anxiety and I'm worried and I need help. And so what it said is this man who was full of leprosy, leprosy saw Jesus. What that means is he went seeking, he went looking, he went searching. I'm not saying everyone start driving around looking for anything because we can find Jesus right here, yeah. right now, this morning, we can find Jesus. So this man who had this leprosy, supposed to be in isolation, he took a risk and said, you know what? I'm going to seek Jesus. I'm going to find this one who is everything that I need. Jesus is blank. He knew what Jesus was for him. And if we look at what this man did is he actually saw him. He saw Jesus. And so when we think about seeing Jesus, the story in the Bible I was reminded of is when Peter's eyes were focused on Jesus, he was able to walk on water. Yes. Peter's eyes focused on Jesus. The moment, we all know this, a lot of us know the story. Maybe if you're unchurched, maybe you don't know the story. But Jesus was walking on water. And Peter saw Jesus and he said, oh my goodness, like what's going on here? And he, and he kept his eyes focused on Jesus and he got out of the boat and he was able to walk on water. Yes, literally. Yes, it literally happened. And the amazing thing is, is was he, was, he was looking directly at Jesus. Yeah. And he did the impossible. Mm -hmm. Because of his connection with Jesus, because he was seeking Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we all know, well, again, we don't all know, but when Peter turned his eyes away from Jesus yeah. and he began to look at the winds and the waves and the storm and coronavirus and whatever else was going on, he began to sink. Right. He began to sink. But what the beautiful thing is, mm -hmm. is Jesus reached out his hand and grabbed Peter and saved him and pulled him back up. And that's who Jesus is. He is our healer. In this time. Can I interject something? Yeah, sure. Right down here, before you even start preaching, I wrote eyes on Jesus. Amen. So eyes on Jesus. We were walking around this room that we're in and we were praying before the service. And it was that exact story Amen. that the Holy Spirit just began to minister to me on eyes on Jesus. Amen. And Peter, he, I am Peter said, bid me come. Amen. Right. So he wanted to, he wanted to go out to Jesus on the water. He wanted to, he was the one that there was, there was like 12 of them in the boat. Maybe there was a bunch of them in the boat and Peter's the one who wanted to go out. And he said, bid me come. And so Jesus said, come on, come out. And he, he had the faith to step out of that boat Amen. and onto the water. With eyes on Jesus, Amen. he did the miraculous. He walked Amen. in literally as Jesus was walking. And the moment he took his eyes off of Jesus Amen. and he put him on the storm, that's, right. that's when his problems Amen. really started. And one thing to note is that he didn't, he didn't say... The storm doesn't exist. Mm. I only see Jesus. That's right. The storm existed. The storm was real. That's right. The storm was happening. That's good. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a dismissive, like, what storm? There is no storm. Mm. I have Jesus. Mm. You yeah, know, the storm was there. Mm. But <clears throat> the conversation wasn't about the storm. The focus wasn't mm. on the storm. He, didn't, he wasn't looking to the storm when his eyes were on Jesus. 
He, he walked as Jesus walked. And Amen. that is my goal. That Amen. is the goal. I want to walk as Amen. Jesus walked. Amen. And the next part of the verse says, <clears throat> says, he fell on his face. This man with leprosy fell on his face. And to me, that is just worshiping Jesus. Mm-hmm. So how do we seek him in this time? What do we do in this time? There are so many amazing things we can do on our phones and with technology. We can find worship songs. I encourage you to find your worship song during this time. Yeah. What is it? Is it raise a hallelujah? Is it a glorious day? Are you ready to be dancing? Because the word to you... Yeah prophetically over this church was to tell Sydney, our worship leader, get some celebration songs ready to go. This is about, what, two weeks ago? A week and a half ago? It was before... It was kind of before the wave of this really began to hit. Right. And we're like celebration Celebration songs. Like, okay, well, what are we celebrating? Well, guess what? When we all get back together physically and gather together in the church, there is going to be a celebration Mm -hmm. service. And so it was just God again preparing us. But this, we can spend this time worshiping him, worshiping him as our redeemer, as our restorer, as our healer, as our savior, as again coming king. And I just keep thinking of come, let us adore him. And he's just like, well, that's a Christmas song. You know, I mean, I know that's not the title of the song. I best that up before. Uh, but it's just these lyrics that just resonate with, come let us adore him. Taking this time to seek Jesus through your times of worship. While you're at home, maybe if you're not working a little bit longer, doing it with the kids, putting on worship music as you're going around. Take this time to worship him and to find that song that you connect with to just be in his presence. It says, and implored him, the next part of the verse says, and implored him saying, Lord, this is the man talking, Lord, if you're willing you can make me clean. <clears throat> so, number one, this guy maybe didn't have all the biblical theology exactly right because he asked, you know, are you willing to do? And we know that God's willing to heal. But he, he knew, he says, you can make me clean. You can do this. And so when we put our eyes on Jesus, and it says that he said that after he saw Jesus, which is interesting. He saw Jesus, his faith began to rise, and he, then he began to say what Jesus was able to do in his life. He said, oh my gosh, you can make me clean. Are you willing to do that? And so many of us, again, in this time, is to take time to read the scripture, to memorize the scripture, to get in God's word, to ask him questions so we can build our biblical foundation and our biblical knowledge of what it is. I, you know, one of the things was like double down your time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? If you have more time on your hands, or even if you don't, double time, double down the time that you have with the Lord. Get in the Word. Begin to ask Him questions. So not just worship Him, but get in the Word. I believe that now is a time more than ever we need to be in the Word. And I think maybe, I don't know, Sydney, maybe you said it this morning during the prayer time, whatever it was, but this is a time for us to begin to feed ourselves on God's word. It is no longer the time where we can go to church on Wednesdays and Sundays and be able to do these things. Some of you might be watching this later because something, you know, was going on with your family on a Sunday morning. We have to learn during this time how to feed ourselves with the word of God, how to make that our bread of life, how to make that a habit in our lives. How to be taught of the Holy Spirit. And how to be taught of the Holy Spirit. They say habits take, I don't know, like 21 days or 14 days you know, we got kids home for sure for the next week, and they've already been home for the last week. And so we can, you as a family, as a person, individual, you can begin to make some new habits during this time and take advantage uh, of this time as, and see it more as an opportunity. And you already said, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So just yeah. digging in deeper into the Word and of God. And this has to be an intentional thing. I mean, we don't grow, there's, we have an enemy, and, 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 there's, and he provides plenty of distractions, just plenty of distractions. <clears throat> right. um, and, I mean, we've walked through this through our 20 years of being married. You know, you have to set your mind to it. 
you have to set your mind and say, no, this is the priority um, and, and make it happen. You know, this time with the kids, how many people have said, oh, I wish I had more time to read the Bible with the kids. Or I wish that we, I wish, I wish that the kids um, knew more scripture, you know, or we, we, we had more time in the word or all of these wishes, you know, and it just takes intentionality. It takes saying, okay, no, we're going to set aside this time. And this time is being set aside as holy, and we're going to do this. Amen. <clears throat> verse 13, Luke 5, the verse 13 says, And then he, Jesus, put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And I just want to encourage this man, that is the heart of God. He is willing. Yeah. If you seek him, his hand will reach out and touch you. As you said in the beginning, if you're on, if you're on this, uh, this recording and listening to this on Facebook Live, and you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, you can turn to him right now and say, Jesus, I want to make you Lord of my life. I, I believe that you have come to save me of my sins, and you died on that cross, and you rose again. Now, today is the day of salvation. Right. Not tomorrow, not, ah, let's see if this passes. No, today is the day of salvation. Jesus was willing. He was willing, and he said, I am willing, be cleansed. And if you look at that, he put out his hand and touched him. Jesus is not scared right. of coronavirus. Jesus was not scared of leprosy. Jesus is not scared of your problem. Jesus is not scared of your sin. Jesus is not scared of anything that you're bringing him. He's just asking you to seek him. He's asking you to come and seek him and lay your life down before him. And he will reach out and he will touch you and you will be healed and you will be cleansed. And it says after that, it says immediately the leprosy left him. Look at that. Jesus, you're seeking God in this time. You're crying out to him. He is willing to come and meet with you. And it says, immediately the leprosy left him. And look at this in verse 14. It says, and he charged him to tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. Immediately it left him. But I would encourage you now, go share your testimony. You can share your testimony, you know, even... In, uh, on Facebook, on our site. Just, you know, put your little testimony in there. Share your testimony with us uh, as a church, as your church family. Reach out to someone. Maybe God's put someone on your heart to reach out and say, God has healed me. Now is the time to encourage people that God is the healer. Reach out and share that testimony with someone and say, you know what? I'm going to reach out to someone and just share them a testimony of what God is doing in my life and what he is, what he is doing in us. And so I just want to just take a moment and pray now, uh, just right in the middle of this before we close before we close this morning. I just want to pray for each and every one of you. And I think you had said, you had kind of a, an urging in your heart that this is not like a time of let's just sit down and relax and pray. Oh, this yeah. is a good, share that with, with everybody. Um, <clears throat> well, okay, so as we pray, I just want to encourage you right now, where you are, to activate. Like, to activate, to participate. So, um, I'm going to encourage you right now, you're sitting, you're with family, um, or even if you're, if you're sitting by yourself, I encourage you to sit up. Sit up, get to the edge of your seat. You can stand. If you're together as a family, Ackerman kids, I know you're watching. I know you're all there. Up and at them, guys. Get up. Um, hold hands. Um, we're going to, we're going to come together. We're going to pray together. And this is a time to activate. It's a time to, um, put action, um, and just come before him. Um, you can sit, you can stand, but I just really felt led that, you know, we are the church. We are coming together. Um, we're seeking him. We're relying on him and he's faithful. I mean, he is as rock solid as, as he says he is. 
He is. He proves himself day in and day out. He is faithful. He was faithful yesterday. He's faithful a month ago when everything was just peachy and we didn't even know how good it was. Um, he's faithful today when people are struggling. Um, and and the people of God, even you know, it's the circumstances don't bypass us. You know, um, in the Word, you know, it says that storms fall on the righteous and the unrighteous alike. Mm. The church is not immune mm. to the storm. Mm. It's just that we have eyes on Jesus in the midst of the storm, Amen. and then we walk as Jesus walks. We are not immune to the storm. Um, and so, I encourage you right now, get up, That's hold right. hands. We're gonna we're gonna come together um, in prayer. And we're going to seek the Lord. Amen. And just right before we pray, <clears throat> verse 15, the last verse I'll read. It says, however, the report went around concerning him all the more. The report went around as Jesus is touching lives. The report just went out. He tried to say because he knew what would happen as the, as the uh, multitudes came. But they came and they came. It says, a great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So as Liz was saying, if, if that's you today, if you've got a need in your life, if you need healing in your life, at, raise your hand right where you are, right where you are right now. If you said, you know what, I need to make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of my life right now. If you say there's a sin in my life that I want to repent for, I want to turn from, just raise your hand right now. Put your hand up wherever you are and we want to pray with you this morning. Heavenly Father, I just know you are working. I know you are working. Father, you are working in our midst. You are working in this time. Father God, you are bringing about revival in our hearts. In our hearts, Lord. And Father, we know we will see, as you promised, revival in our cities. But this is a time for revival in our hearts right now. A time of preparation for what you're doing in each and every one of our lives. So Father, I ask right now that you begin to touch each person who is raising their hand wherever they are. Whatever their need is, you are all in all for them. Your word says that you are the great I am. I am whatever it is that you need right now. Jesus is fill in the blank. He is what he needs to be for you, Father. We just thank you that you sent that son, Jesus Christ, for us. Father, I just pray for salvation today. For those who are turning their hearts to you, saying, I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. If that's you, just say that. I believe in you, Jesus, today. The Bible says as you make that confession, you are saved. You are born again. You are having an an opportunity now to walk a different life with him by your side. And Father, those who need healing, those who have their hands stretched out, who need physical healing in their body, I pray that you will touch them now in Jesus' name. We are praying and believing for as many or even more miraculous signs and wonders of healing, even as we're not gathered together, Father, than when we are gathered together. And we've seen them. Father, I'm reminded now of the Facebook Live stories that have come in the past where you've healed people during our church services and those who are watching. And so, Father, your hand does not come up short. Your word goes out. So, Father, we ask you now to touch those who have infirmities. Heal those who are sick. Strengthen those bones that need strengthened. Uh, Just align those backs and knees that need aligned. Father, we just thank you for it. Father, I just pray for an alignment of necks right now. If you have a neck issue now in Jesus' name, I just pray that you put your hand on your neck and you just ask the Lord now, Jesus, thank you for healing me. Just receive that healing now. Receive that healing now. Thank you, Lord. Tell your body to line up. Thank you, Lord. Line up in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, be cleansed. 
Thank you, Father. Be cleansed in the name thank of you, Jesus. Father. Father, thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. If your hand is raised and you have a relational challenge, emotional challenges, anything that I haven't even mentioned, keep your hand up. Father, you see their hearts. They are seeking you, as the scripture has said. This man who was hurting sought you, and you rewarded him. And so, Father, I ask now that you, that you are just putting your touch on each and every person with their hand up now as they're seeking you. Father, you are ministering life to them. You are restoring relationships. You are doing it in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for it. Thank you for it. Father, I speak Mm. peace. Father, I pray for peace. Thank you, Lord. Rivers of peace into the homes of of our church family, Father, into the homes of all those who would call upon your name. Thank you. Father, I thank you for the peace of Jesus. Thank you. Peace that is not of this world. Peace that passes understanding. Peace for provision. Peace for healing. Peace against fear. Peace, Father. Peace in Jesus' name. That the storm will be stilled in the name of Jesus. Peace be still. Jesus, we crown you king. King of kings. You reign, Father, here in this place, in our hearts, Father, we crown you king. Father, and we seek you with all diligence. All diligence. Father, our casual, our casual and our 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 casual nature toward this of yesterday is of no account. Today we seek you. Today we are diligent. Today we press aside everything that would distract us from you. And we press into you. We press into your word like never before. We press into worship as never before. We press into who you are. We press into who you are. And we lift you up. We lift you up. And we put our eyes on you, Father. We will not be deterred. We will not be deterred. We will not be pulled away by fear. We will not be pulled away by fear. We press into the presence of Almighty God. We do not look to the past. We look to the future and we look to Jesus. Father, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you are the God of this word, that you are who you say you are, that you will do what you say you will do. We trust in you. We trust in you because you are faithful. We trust in you because you are trustworthy. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for this time together. As we've gathered in a different way this week, that you have been with us, your presence has been with us. And Father, I just pray for each family, each person who's watching, that you will fill them with all hope and joy and peace. That's right, in believing, Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for it, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, I have a quick uh, scripture I want to read as a benediction over uh, our church and our church family. It says, Romans 15, 13, it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's our prayer for you this week. And just... You know, as this time of having a little extra time, we've challenged you in a lot of ways this morning. But the last thing I want to leave you with is is to read out loud Psalm 91 in your house, over your family, every single day. Just read it out loud for as long as the Lord wants us to go do that. 
I know we can say I'm standing on Psalm 91. I'm standing on Psalm 91. But do you know Psalm and 91? And do you know Psalm 91? <laughs> I know a couple verses in Psalm 91. No, I'm, I mean, memorize the whole thing if you want. It's actually not that long. Uh, of a, it's of 16 a, verses, and on this Bible memory app, and my verses app, I think it's on my verses app, I have it. Yeah. I just have it, because I don't know it word for word. Right. I'm going to know it word for word. And so I just encourage you to read Psalm 91 out loud uh, over your family each and every day this week and even into next week. And we'll keep you updated with more information as things progress. Uh, at the very least, we will see you uh, here on Facebook Live next Sunday. And if anything changes in any way, shape, or form, we'll certainly let you know and reach out in the ways we reach out. So thank you for joining us today. We love you guys. Love you guys. Have a wonderful afternoon. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. See ya.